This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. And now starting the topic, we're in Yeradea Siman Rech Mem, and we are talking about Kibud Avaim. This is a topic which is hardly studied today in Yeradea, which unfortunately. So let us discuss Kibud Avaim, right? Sarich Lizaher Meod. Person has to be very careful. That's not just careful, but very careful. Bekavod Avivi Mo. With the honor of his father and his mother, of Moram, and also their fear, their respect. Respect and honor go together. First honor, then respect. The Torah puts honor first, then puts respect. This is the The Beitin cannot force someone to mitzvah pikibudabe. Okay, so we have a general rule. This is a very important rule. This is a very interesting rule. That whenever the Torah says a reward, the Beit can't punish you. Mm. And the Torah itself says a reward. The Torah says, listen, you do, you keep it up, what's the reward? You can have long life. Ah, long life. What more can you get than that? So the Beit doesn't have to force. The Torah says explicitly what the reward is. The Beit doesn't force. So if you don't want to do it, you won't get long life. It's your trouble. We, we can't force you. We're not going to force you. So it's an interesting remark. The remark says a general rule. Wherever the Torah says Matan Tzcharan, Beit can't get involved. Very interesting. Okay, so that's a general rule. General rule is a person has to honor and respect their parents. Isn't there both a positive and a negative by honoring parents? <coughs> what? Isn't there both a positive and a negative by honoring parents? I mean, like... No. <coughs> it's positive and positive. It's Imor Ve'aviv Tirao, right? Imor Ve'aviv Tirao. It's positive. Also positive. Mm-hmm. It's positive. There's no negative. It doesn't say don't know, don't not honor them. It says don't hit. That's something else. That's a right. Oh. That's a matan scharab. That's a that's a death penalty. Oh, okay. It says not to curse them. It says not to hit them. Not to, right. Makay avive mo motumat. Death penalty. Why does it say twice motumat? More in this world and more in the next world. Mm-hmm. Double penalty. Double whammy. Terrible. Hit one spirit. Says even if your father's hitting you, you can't hit him back. What do you do? Run. <laughs> Run as fast as you can. <laughs> Get out of there. You can't hit him back. You, life, you life should life. not be the one to put him in a straitjacket. Say your parents are mad. He's mad. Call, you're going to call 911. You, you can't do it yourself. You can't do it yourself. Life in danger? Depends. Life in danger. So you run. I'm just saying to stay there and hit Get hit. Block, but don't hit. Block, but don't hit. Okay, Ezomara. Now we come to what is fear? Shukran starts off with fear. Ezomara. Today we, we translate fear as respect. How do you respect your parents? Number one, Lo Yamod Bukomo If he has a special place to stand, like for example in the Shul, he prays in a certain place. You can't sit there, you can't stand. But Sotzakrim, he sits, he stands over there with his, with his uh, friends, with, uh, with the elders. He has a special place to pray. If he has a special seat in the house, <coughs> now sit on his seat. And you can't argue with him. Imagine. He says yes, you can't say no. Yeah, boy, this is one of the hardest halakhot in the world. To honor parents and respect parents. It's so hard. It's so hard. To... There's something we're supposed to go to do teshuva. That's why, that's why we're learning it. We're not learning it to do it as much as we're learning it to do teshuva. Because when you get older... Even if he's we're wrong. doing learning what to do, huh? Even if he's wrong, you know, you know he's wrong. Well, you can't say directly no. 
What you can say is, didn't we learn and so on, so da, 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 da. That's what my son does to me. <laughs> he brings me another book. Sure. What does it say over here? <laughs> Uh-oh. What is he up to, this guy, you know? Listen. Okay. He's too smart. He's too smart. You figure it out, though. Huh? You figure out what he's Exactly. Says. Instead of him telling you, Rabbi, Daddy, you're wrong. Say, Daddy, what does it say over here? <laughs> what does Mishle say? Beni, im hacham beni, gami smach libi, something like that, Mishle says. If my son is wise, my heart will also be happy. Baruch Hashem. No. If your son is wise, you don't rebuke him. You say, happy, I'm happy that you're so smart. Baruch Hashem. Mm-hmm. So, uh, don't stand in his place. He has a special place to stand. Don't sit in his place. He has a special place to sit. Don't stand in a place where he prays. And don't contradict what he says. Even to say, I agree with you, Daddy. Chutzpah you have. Who you agree with me? I don't ask your advice. You agree with me means you can always argue with me. You say, I don't agree with you. So I agree, it's not a good thing to say. Daddy, you're right. What do you mean, you're right? You're always right. Also, back to the seat. Even when that play when he is present in the room? Even when he's not there. Even when he's not there. Even when he's not there. Unless he doesn't mind. We're talking about what he doesn't. If he minds. In those days, the good old days, people, you know, respect. It's very important. I think it's very important for parents to... I mind. This is my seat. Get off my seat. I mean, you want, to, you want the kids to respect you. If you don't ask them for respect, you're not getting respect. Today especially. If you don't demand respect, they won't respect you. Very simple. If you let your children call you by your first name, you're finished. Mm-hmm. There's no respect. Wow. So why do I have to listen to him? What does Danny boy know about, you know? Call his daddy Danny. Danny instead of daddy, daddy, Danny. That's his first name. Call him by his first name. So in Jewish law, it's Asur. If the father minds. If the father doesn't mind, the father says, I don't mind. It's a problem for the father. He's a mishuga. The father should insist on his honor. It's the least you can do is uh, get honor from your, your children. This way you teach, you teach your children to respect you. Teach your children to listen to you. Otherwise, the parents, their respect is gone. They lose their respect. What do you do about uh, when... Actually, never mind. Okay. Here we are. Don't call him by his name. I want to say my father's name. Mm-hmm. When he's alive, even when he's dead. You have to preface it. So they ask you, what's your father's name? Abba Mari Vaterikroshi. My father, the crown of my head. It's hard to remember this. My father's name is so and so. You say, Abba Mari Vaterikroshi, and then you say his name. Huh? Yeah, Avi Mori. Morati is feminine. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, me Morati. Me Morati, Mori. But, like, um, let's. If you get called up for, like, a. For you said you say his name, yeah. You're, his you're name. referring to yourself, though, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly, like, that's why exactly, you can say yes, the name. Yes, but if they ask you his name, you can't say his name without, without preface. Mm-hmm. My, my, my father, my master. Wow. Right? And even when he's dead. Ashkaba, Abba Mariba, Terashi, is also. You're allowed to, even if he wasn't, let's say, the perfect father. Yes. No, you can't. You can't. You have to. You have to respect him. Because what are you respecting him for? What What is the respect due to the father for? He brought you into this world. Hmm. If that's all he did, that's enough. People don't realize that. People say, "Ah, he brought me to the world. What did he do for me?" It's not what he did for me. He brought you into this world. People don't appreciate this world. That's the trouble. People don't appreciate how lucky they are to be born. Why are we lucky to be born? 
Because without being born, we can't achieve. If we can't achieve, we don't get reward. Very simple. If we're not born, we didn't, we didn't achieve anything. We don't get reward. Here we have a mechanism by which to achieve something. What if one's father was like viciously uh, abusive to them? She keep away. Run away from That's what he said. Run away from That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Diphus. You call Diphus and say, My father's <laughs> abusing me. Take, me. take me out of here. Yeah. That's what you can do. No choice. You know, you shouldn't accept abuse. Are you taking me? Huh? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm taking the class. Yeah, I don't mind. You say, my father, my master. If, his fa- if your father's name is the same as other people's names. Change their names. So the Sephardic custom is to name your son after your father. So now your father's name, your son's there. So my kids always add another name to their sons. So you have a double name. David Ezra. So, you know. so they don't call him David when I'm there. Because, uh, you know, it's like, they call him me. It's not like him. <laughs> so they call him a uh, double name. Abba, 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 my grandson's grandson? Oh, I don't know By the time he comes around the second time, he's like, grandson's yeah, grandson. Halavai, I'll be like Noah. So ten generations. Noah saw, can you imagine? Noah, Noah saw Abraham Avin. Abraham Avin was 50-something years old when Noah died. Mm-hmm. Hard to imagine. The Spanish name, they also, also, the second, that's the second child. The first son is their fathers, and the second son is the mothers. No, the other way around. First side is the fathers, and the other fathers. And then the mothers and mothers, the, do- the daughters and mothers. Okay. All right. So, you know, let's see all the list. There's a whole list of things a person can't do. A child's got to know from birth. He's got to know these halakhot. He's got to be taught in schools. What are they teaching? You're there to children. Keep it up, Amos. You're there, yeah. Why can't the father teach this? The father, because it's like a power struggle with the child. It's very hard to, to enforce your own honor, someone. You have to honor me. Ah, oh, my father wants me to honor him. Power struggle. He wants me to be subservient to him. No, it's got to come from the outside. I had a case. Someone asked me. My son is rude to me. He calls me a name. So I took some soap and I put it in his mouth. He says, Daddy, you're abusing me. Like the child told his father, Daddy, abusing me. He said, you're wrong. You don't. That's not the way to do it. you got to tell the, the wife to rebuke the son. It's always got to come from someone else, not from you. So like the kids say, oh, look, my father's abusive. Look, he's on a power struggle with me. Don't get in a power struggle with your kids. Always get someone else. Talk to the rabbi in school. Say, can you talk to my son to honor me? Whatever. It's got to come from a third party. Never come from the... Don't get into a power struggle with your child. If you tell your wife to do it, then she's the one, you know... No, the wife will say, "Don't. Da- how dare you speak to your father like that? I say, well, it's parties. not just the father telling hey, sure, She agrees. It's very important the parents are on the same page. Usually, it's wait till your father comes home. Halavai. <laughs> Halavai. Today, the child is a boss. Scary. Sometimes the child says, oh, mom, don't. Make so the father's going to say, what are you talking about? How dare you speak to that? Like, how dare you speak like that to your mother? How dare you? Oh, so it's like a back and forth. Of course. The father's going to enforce the cupboard of the mother, and the mother enforces the cupboard of the father. Otherwise, the whole house falls apart. Otherwise, 
Come back to the mother's day, and she has the father being called a name, and she doesn't say anything. Hi, right, see, my father agrees. He's a jerk, this guy. And vice versa. If the father, see, if the father hears the child's calling the mother a name, and he doesn't say anything, he's like, that he's agreeing. Chas shalom. What about the shoes on the other foot, and the mother sees the father abusing the kid? So she has to tell him off as well, but not in front of the kid. Take him to the side. Sorry, honey, you shouldn't do that. That's all. But you shouldn't do that to your wife. What? Correct her if she's... Oh, you do. Sure you do. <laughs> it's hard. It's difficult. Yeah. She's so not going to listen anyway. So you could rebuke your kid in front of your husband, yes. but you can't rebuke your husband in front of your kid. 100%. 100%. Why we keep this. It's very easy to say. Hard to do. So in the spur of the boat, we do things without thinking. That's the trouble. And that really ruins the... You know, it can ruin the family. It ruins the dynamic. Exactly. It's very important for the, for the parents to safeguard their own, each one, the other part, the other one's honor, and the other one's respect. So uh, this is a very important rule. This is something which we have to enforce today, which is being lost today. Does a wife have to the same of not to sit in the husband's chair as a, as a child? Come to it. Okay. Come to it. Okay, Gimel. How much do you have to fear your parents? Look at this. This is a Gemara. The Gemara talks about a Roman woman. Her, fa- her, hus- her son was the general of the army. Can you imagine? He's reviewing his troops. And she comes up. She, she is mad. She slaps him around the face. Can you imagine? In front of the troops. He's a general. She takes his money belt and throws it in the sea. <laughs> he said nothing. Didn't do nothing. And that's the halakha. How much do you have to fear your parents? Haya ben lavush chamudot. The son was wearing beautiful clothes. He's sitting in front of the whole congregation. And his father and mother came and they ripped his clothes. He cowered and they whacked him on the head. The Yarkubifan and they spat his face. You can't rebuke them. You can't tell them off. Eli is stuck. He's keeping quiet. So we say this talking about a grown up. It's not about a kid. A kid is abuse. It's abuse. Kid should run away, but it's talking about a whole grown man who can take the abuse. He's not allowed to reply. Imagine. Call 911 and say, call the ambulance, we need the help. If they're crazy, if they're not crazy, then you know, he deserves it, obviously. They're not doing it if it's done. But that's how far it goes. Respect. It's hard to have parents like this, boy. Just keep away. If you have parents like this, you have to keep away. But you can't do anything. You can't hit them, you can't shout them, you can't curse them. That's all. Ezu Kavod, okay, that's the fear. Fear part, respect is the negatives, really. Don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Respect. Now we come to honor. Honor is the positive. What is honor? Feed him. Obviously, your father's sick. He's old. Bring him food. The father says, Son, can you go to the store and buy me some food? That's kavod. Kavod is getting the food. Mashkeo, give him drink. It's beautiful. It's really, to see your children do this for you, it's like. We should all be worthy to see this. It's amazing. I have beautiful children. Thank God I have a great job. It's beautiful. Go to the house. They can look after me instead of me looking after them. Looking after me. Can I get you anything? Can I get you anything? They give him clothes. The father needs clothes. They have to provide the clothes. Now, normally you say Kibbut Abayim is with the money of the parents. If the parents have money, the child doesn't have to spend his own money to provide for his parents. The father says, Go to the store and buy me this. He says, Okay, Dad, can you give me any of the money? The father has money, he has to give him money. Plus, he's got to do it with a smile because it's all about customer satisfaction. Kibbutz is all about customer satisfaction. If the parents are not happy the way you did it, you didn't achieve it, you didn't do it properly. 
you have to like if they want to see you happy doing it, they say, oh, okay, I'll go, all right, what am I going to do? Daddy's a bug me, stop bugging me, I don't do this, leave me alone. But the parents also get have chokmah, not to over-demand. You're going to turn his kids off, they're going to come to They're going to go move far away. We have, look at Yaakov Avinu, genius. Yaakov Avinu is the biggest genius parents. Why? Because Reuven switched his beds. Rashi says he switched the beds. The Torah is much worse. The Torah says he slept with Bilhah. Reuven slept with Bilhah. Rashi says over there he didn't sleep with Bilhah. Reuven was very upset. Rachel dies, and instead of moving his bed to Leah's tent, Yaakov moved his bed to Bilhah's tent. It's chutzpah. But you can't say anything to your father. He took the father's bed and he moved it back into Leah's tent. <laughs> chutzpah. That's chutzpah. So what does Yaakov really do? Nothing. Don't do anything. But at the end of his life, he rebukes Yaakov. Uh, so why do you wait so long? So Rashi says over the amazing thing. He says, Yaakov didn't want to rebuke his kids while they were before he was on his deathbed. Why? Maybe they'd run away and go to join Esau. Mm. Don't push your children too much. You see people today, the kids are running away. They go become other religions, even they go crazy. Into marriage, this and that. Why? From religious families, why? Because the parents didn't know how to raise their children. It wasn't a warm home, it wasn't a welcoming home. They couldn't talk to their parents. It's terrible. It's very important to love your children. That's why love. That's why love is so important. So on the one hand, the, the obligation of the child to the parents. But the truth is, there's an obligation to the parents to the child as well. To clothe them, feed them, love them. The Torah doesn't say that. It's so obvious. It's, the Torah doesn't have to specify things. The Torah does not say things which are not chidush. It's a very important rule in the Torah. What's obvious is obvious. The Torah doesn't come to tell you the obvious. The Torah comes to tell you what's not obvious. What's not obvious is, the obvious thing is, obviously, parents bring children to the world. They have to look after them. The instinct is to look after them. That's the instinct. The story I tell you, the instinct of the child is not to look after his parents. <laughs> the instinct of the child is to run and enjoy life. That's the instinct of the child. So the Torah tells you the obligations of the child to the parents. So what is kavod? Kavod is feeding them, making them drink, giving them clothes, bringing things for them in and out, carrying things for them, schlepping. And do with a cheerful face. Imagine he feeds his father the best foods with a scowl, with a frown. We'll get punished for that. But I fed him. What do you want? You want? What do you want? Ah, I want you to do it with a smile. It's not about the end result. Also, both end result plus a smile. It's it's, it's customer service today. Customer service. It's like you're behind the counter, the airline uh, thing, and you do it. No, do it with a smile. See how they train people to smile today. You've got to train them. You know, people have to learn how to smile. You don't have to smile. So the children have to, doesn't matter. Through the fake, it will come. That's the trick. The trick is people don't realize that. So Rav Victor Miller would practice his smile. Imagine. He's standing in front of a mirror, practice his smile. <laughs> The love shinai mechalav. You know what that means? The bracha of Yehuda got the best bracha from his father. It says the love shinai mechalav. The teeth is whiter than milk. No. What does that mean? Sigmar so says that more important than giving milk to your guest is showing the white of your teeth. If you give the milk with a frown, you're cheaper. You want the guest to feel good. So the important thing is to smile a lot. The guests I like. And I see you. How are you doing? How's it going? All right. So it's very important to be cheerful. Otherwise, I guess oh, the guy doesn't like me. Look at him. He's giving me the best food, but he's 
pushing in front of the table. Here, take the food. <laughs> now it's got to come with customer service. Imagine, he gives him the best food every day with a bad face. He's punished. Look at the opposite. The Ramah brings down the opposite. It's also in Kiddushin. It's Gorai Kiddushin. If he made his father go to work, but his intention was to keep his father busy and find employment, and he gave him a very rough job. To save his father from going lower, his father's a gambler, say. He finds his job, father's job. It's a rough job, but just keep him off the streets and keep him productive. And he speaks nicely to his father. Daddy, I'm doing this for your good. It's for your good, please. I'm doing it for you. I love you, Daddy. He shows him that his intention is for good until his father likes it. He gets a lot of this. So it's not what you do, it's not the end result. You hear that? It's the, the approach. The intention must be for the good of the parent. And a person should serve his father like, like the servant serves him. Imagine. The child has to be a servant of his parent. That's what he said. A parent should be too, too demanding. Right? I want you to lick my feet. No, it doesn't go like that. Right? Clean my shoes every day. It doesn't work like that. That's going to use the brains. Okay. So now we're coming to who pays for it. So your father says, can you pick up, uh, what should I give me? Milk. Why milk? Pick up 10 pounds of uh, bait yourself meat. Oh. Flus, right? How much does it cost? Okay, 30, 50 bucks, 150 bucks. No, 100, 100 bucks, okay, 100 bucks. 100 bucks. So what is he saying? Okay, Dad, but you'll pay me back, right? He says, sure, of course I'll pay you back. So I'm not going to pay you back. You buy from your own money. That one. You have to buy him food and give him drinks. If the father has money, it comes to the father's account. However, if the father has no money, the son has money, he has to be forced him to sustain his father. The son is a millionaire, the father's poor. The son is going to look after his father. If the son has done nothing either, he doesn't have to go through and collect money for his father. What do you do if your parents are poor, but you can't afford to support them? You don't have to go to the... You don't have to go collecting. He doesn't have to go from door to door to collect if he has money, he has to provide for his parents. If he doesn't have money, he doesn't have to go door to door. We're going to come in. What's stuck out? We're going to talk about this more in detail. Let's say he does, doesn't have money, but his wife says that it's not, you know, if, if he gives to his parents, then it, Tough won't, luck. Su- it won't support their lifestyle. Tough luck. I'm just going to go. Yeah, come to it. Uh-huh. Parents are a little bit sad to your wife. It's the honor of your wife. Yeah, uh. And vice versa. She honors your parents because of you. She's not honoring because they're her parents. She's honoring them because of you. Through you, she has an obligation to honor them. And through, you, through, through her, you have an obligation. In those days, in the good old days, they would uh, sit shiva for the in-laws. No way. Today we stopped. It's just inconvenience. Very inconvenient. They sit shiva for the in-laws. Everyone sat shiva. 
<laughs> if one in law died, the whole house is shabbat. Both, mm. both, both sides. This is Roman now. Roman says, how much do you have to give to your parents? Only what you have to give for staka. There's no, you don't have to give more than what you have to give. So 10% staka, so I'll give you 10% to the parents. Coming out of charity front. So you can give to your parents from your tzedakah? 100%. If they don't have. If mm-hmm. they have, you can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to come to the whole staka because they get first priority of parents. The parents come first. There's a machlo between the Ramah and the Maran. We're going to come to it between Shulchan and the Ramah. Who comes first? Is it your children come first or your parents come first? Your children also stuck up. Send your kids to Yeshiva today. Forget it. It's a massive chunk of your money. So Rav Adyasa says, if you can find the cheapest Yeshiva and you're paying more, you can deduct that difference from the Tzaka. Or if they're over eight years old, it's all Tzaka. Eight? In those days. Today... How much French is, I don't know, 16, I don't know. But Vati still says 8, because the Gemara says 8. Mm-hmm. Child over 8, they can fend for themselves. If they can fend for themselves, you have no obligation, and you're doing it, stuck up. It's a very big leniency. So paying your children's tuition can be over eight years old. your Maser money? Yeah, 100%. It's a lot of money, man. Listen, we pay much more than 10%. Just children's tuition, I'll tell you. Doesn't it vary on what? I told my kids I could have. I could have bought a Jaguar every year. Mm-hmm. A brand new Jag. Mm-hmm. You know, British like Jags. <laughs> could have bought a Jag every year for the money I paid for the tuition. But you have to tell them because otherwise they don't appreciate. It. You have to tell them. You know how much I spent for your tuition. It's very important to tell them because they think, ah, piece of cake. Wow. My daughter went to seminary. It cost me seventeen thousand dollars. Seventeen thousand dollars. Seventeen thousand dollars. Oh, she had a great year. Took her everywhere. Great year. Great time there. Great time. Boy. Paying over 50 a year. I know. That's what I mean. I was paying over 50. Yeah. I know. So I could have bought a Jag every year. <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth it. It's worth it. If it works, if it works. If the school is a junkie school, you're right. paying for it. Right. If it's a junkie school, then it doesn't count as master money. I'm just saying. Some schools, are, they call themselves yeshiva, and they're not, they don't teach. And the kids are turned off. They're turned to this. You've got wa- you to watch. You've got to watch the signs. Every kid is different. Make sure your kids don't get turned off. If you see the signs of your kids get turned off, you're going to change your shiva straight away. Mm-hmm. Find the right Rebbe. Find the right teacher because not all teachers can reach the kids. It's a big problem today. Big problem today. So you see signs of uh, discontent, disinterest, change schools. Change. Find something better. Don't leave it to the justice because it's too late already. It's too late. We're losing too many kids. We're losing too many kids. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.